Welcome to the Yes, Young Enough to Serve podcast. Here we'll share stories of adults over 55 making a difference and making disciples. I'm Ryan Marcella, and here's our host, Judy Papano Wick. Hi, this is Judy, and I am so excited to be back with you. Thank you for tuning in today. I think that I think we have a treat for you that uh, you are really going to appreciate. So we understand that when the podcasts come out, that uh, you know we could be a, uh, have uh, recorded this a couple weeks before time. So right now, as you're listening to this, if you're on the West Coast, I'm in California. It could be a real sunny day by the time you're listening to this, but we are having much needed rain. So we are very, very grateful for the rain. Uh, not as much for mudslides, so we're really praying that God takes care of those that are being affected by mudslides in our area, or your area, <laughs> but uh, we are grateful for for the rain. So, how is your 2021 going so far? Not without glitches, right? But we serve a big, big God, and I'm just so grateful that no matter what has come our way so far. I'm so grateful that we have God to walk these waters with us. And I know that there are some in our listening audience that um, have lost a spouse uh, or a child or just someone that's really, really close to them and either long ago or more recently. But that kind of hurt and that kind of pain is very, very real. And there are so many people that um, that need to be ministered to and that can minister, even though they have gone through deep, deep valleys. And so I'm excited today to introduce you to a fairly new friend of ours. Her name is Marlene Kraft, and Wes and I had the privilege of meeting Marlene at one of our missionary um, uh, chaplain meetings back in, I think we first met Marlene in Branson, Missouri, but I'm not for sure. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, it is so wonderful to have uh, Marlene with us. And I think that you will find the ministry that God placed upon her heart in ministering to widows and widowers so incredibly interesting and uh, very challenging and yet exciting at the same time. So Marlene, welcome to the Yes Podcast. Well, thank you, Judy. It is so wonderful to be with you today. It is, it is sunny here in, uh, in Alabama, So, but I'm thanking the Lord and praying for his protection upon y'all as you are getting the rain. Thank you so much. And I love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so Marlene, I just would love for you to um, start out and just share your very interesting backstory uh, with our listeners. Well, I've had the joy of serving the Lord since I was initially seven years old. I asked him into my heart and I dedicated my heart to him and life when I was 15 and that's where my life really got turned around and so I've been serving him a long time and we've walked together through a lot of things and I had the joy of marrying a gentleman going to Central Bible College who majored in ministry and was a pastor 
for over 30 years with the Assemblies of God. And 10 years ago this month, uh, the Lord did something very interesting. He laid it on my heart that he was going to be taking my husband home. And I trusted the Lord, and so I just hid it in my heart and started creating memories. And, and one day we had gone on a date, and, and I, had, um, I had prayed while we were traveling and said, Lord, whenever you decide to take him home, let it be quick. Don't let it be over a long period of time. And eight hours later, he died in my arms. Mm. But the mm. peace of God just came upon me because... You know, God has promised his peace through the darkest valleys that we face. And mm-hmm. his peace just settled on me. And and even as I looked back in my prayer journal, you know, I had prayed, Lord, whatever is ahead, my, my life in my hand, you know, everything about me is in your hands. Right. And, you know, it's so wonderful that... Even even through these COVID days, God sees what we're going through, and he promises to be with us no matter how hard it gets, mm. whether it be loss of job, loss of loved ones. He says, I will be with you. Many times he carries us through, and he did. He carried me through those through those days of grieving my, my wonderful husband, Wayne Craft. Mm. But my heart has always been to minister to women. And within just a few weeks, as I started to experience this very upside-down world of being a widow, not having my husband to walk alongside, it was so different. But my heart became to minister to other widows. So I went around asking different churches um, in the Birmingham, Alabama area if they had ministry to widows. And you know, it's really interesting, Judy. I got the strangest looks from people. <laughs> mm. And I'm like, you know, what's going on here? And so that was within my heart to begin a widow's ministry. And so I wanted to start going, but God said, no, no, no. He said, you must heal first. Mm. Because there are those times, Judy, that we go through some hard storms in our life and and there's wounds and there's pain and it's important for us to heal through those times. And grief is definitely one of those where it takes time to walk through the healing of grief. And so I took two years and um, the church I began going to had just started a ministry called Grief Share, which is a wonderful ministry to help people through the loss of a loved one. And I became part of their team after a while and did that for a couple of years. And then I kind of got the thumbs up from the Lord that I could step out and begin ministering to widows. So I began a small group ministry in our church to where we met together and encouraged one another and did different things. And and then three years later, the Lord laid it on my heart as, as I was praying one day to, Lord, expand, expand my boundaries. I want to touch more people. And he laid on my heart to become a missionary. And I was so honored seven months later to become the very first U.S. missionary to widows. Mm. And so that is how the Lord brought me to this point. And I am just so thankful because many times widows feel like they're not a part of things anymore and they feel forgotten. Hmm. And so the Lord has put on my heart to help to equip churches to minister to widows and and then also through different events, connect widows to the Lord and to each other. Because, oh, I've talked to many Christian widows and 
even Christian widows just struggle going through the loss of their spouse. But can you imagine how it is without having hope in the Lord? Right. So, and there's there there are over 15 million widows in the USA, Judy. Wow. Did not know that. There's a great need, mm. a great need for it. So the Lord has honored me to be able to work on this. Wow. Well, it's just wonderful when God calls us to a particular ministry and then gives us the tools and leads us to the right the right connections to pull off the dream that he gives in our heart. And I just think that you are the right person for this ministry. You have such a caring heart, Marlene, and you've walked these waters. And so I'm sure the way that you relate to uh, widows is just really touching for them and encouraging for you. So during this time, this pandemic time, when there are limits on ways that we can serve, um, can you share some opportunities uh, that you know of, of ways that even in a pandemic that we can minister to widows? Most definitely. I'd love to. Well, obviously, the first thing is to call on them and check on them. Um, I have talked to so many widows during this past year, and they have struggled. Even widows very strong in the Lord have just struggled because so many are already missing not having their spouse to talk over, you know, all of these challenges and being by themselves. uh, I mean, even suicide rates Mm. are up hundreds of times where they normally are because so many struggle with this. But so being able to just call them and check on them, let them know that they're not forgotten and just take the time to listen. You know, you know, we women are supposed to speak uh, 20,000 words <laughs> a day, you know, and when you live by yourself personally, my fish gets really tired of hearing from me. <laughs> So helping, helping provide an avenue, and yes, you may hear the same story several times over, but, you know, with the love of the Lord, just listen and, you know, hear, hear what they're going through, hear their struggles, and just to have that listening ear is so important. Some other things you can do is even you could bring them a gift bag or some flowers or even homemade meal. You know, if there's one thing that we widows, you know, are really guilty of, it's just grabbing something quick. You know, who wants to cook a whole meal? Mm -hmm. But, you know, I tell the church, if you're cooking for three or four, could you cook for one more Mm -hmm. and just put together a plate and bring it to the widow? That's so good. You know, it, yes, you know, it's a beautiful way to share Christ's love with them. And, I have done this several times as I put together gift bags and I found out who the widows are in within our apartment complex and I brought bags, put it on their door, knocked on their door and just stepped away and said, I just wanted to just leave these gifts for you just to let you know that the Lord loves you and mm. you know, and it's been so, so important for them. Oh I and love even that. yes. You know, just little things. It doesn't have to be big, huge things. It could be little things. You can check on them and see if they need groceries or possibly something fixed around their house. Um, some some widows even need help with going somewhere, mm-hmm. you know. Take them to the grocery store. If there was one thing I discovered after my husband died is that groceries are heavy. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so being able to have someone else carrying your groceries, you know, though so many widows cannot get out, so picking up groceries for them is a beautiful thing. And, you know, I think about Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and and I had put out a suggestion to ministers across the U.S., and this is for church people, too. Valentine's Day is one of the hardest days for widows. Mm. And if you can just get them flowers or a dollar box of chocolates, somehow just mm. let them know that they are still loved. They mm. are still cared for. It doesn't take much time, but just That's taking that love of Christ just to touch their hearts and let them know around Valentine's that they are loved. Yeah, that is so, so good. Great, great reminders. Um, yesterday I had, I felt like it was a privilege just to be able to spend some time on the phone, just calling a few uh, widow friends and, you know, when I would identify myself, they seemed like they were so happy that, you know, I called and, you know, mm-hmm. you do something like this to be a blessing. But every one of those calls, when I hung up, I was the one that was blessed, you know, and I felt like, wow, yes. if they only knew, you know, here I was calling to minister to them, but they, they encouraged me and we had such a great, you know, a, a great little time to, to chat. But I think that touching base is, uh, and giving those calls are so, so important. And I also think it reminds me of, um, just switching that too, because my mom is, um, she, my dad passed away two years ago, September. Mm. And so, um, and so now, like you said, you know, you throw in the pandemic and so there's a no, a whole different level of loneliness that is there. Yeah. She has just told me about, Times when, yes, she's been lonely, but she's gone in and picked up the phone and, you know, either called a family friend or called me or called, uh, 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 yeah, uh, just some someone from the past that maybe she just hasn't connected with for a long time. And she just has said that that has done so much for her. And she knows that, you know, it seems like it's encouraging them too. So I hope that the widows too will realize that it's a two-way deal, you know, and just even them reaching out, uh, I think really puts, I don't know, just some extra joy in your heart. It does. And, you know, it is a proven fact, Judy, that giving to others while you're grieving helps in Mm. your healing process. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. Yes. You know, and think about what the word says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's great. And so right from the Lord. So, and also widows reaching out to other widows is so important mm. because where those, you know, like, you know, you have not experienced um, going through it. So you can't quite understand what the widow is going through, but widows can call other widows because they understand they're on the same page. Right. They've walked that same journey. So I encourage widows, call one another. You know, you can do things like pray together. You can have your quiet time together. All different ideas of things that you are doing. You could even do a book study together. Mm. But, you know, touching base with one another is just really important. So there are some, there are some different ideas, you know, to be able to help widows in ways to be able to help widows, help others in the church. Right. Yeah, these are these are excellent points, uh, Marlene. Just so good. I uh, had mentioned to my mom, probably after oh the first year that my dad had passed, that 
while never being a widow, I would think that one of the hardest things had to be not going home after an event or else having even guests over at your home. And when they leave, just uh, sitting there and talking with your spouse about what just had happened. And so our family affectionately calls those afterglows. And so we, <laughs> like we, we like to have an afterglow. Like if there are any time that our children, um, our four kids, after each of their weddings, um, the day after, we wanted to have an afterglow. So we wanted to have close family members and friends together before they left town or something. We just wanted that afterglow to, yes, talk about what had happened the day before the wedding, but just catch up on each other's lives and, and be together. So anyway... My mom has said that, yeah, not having afterglow after an event is so, so hard because even um, when she would go out and dad was home, you know, when she would just even go shopping, you know, he would say, hey, come in, tell me something new. And so just that camaraderie and that communication that with each other. So what I'm trying to do is like after, um, and there haven't been as many events this year, I'll be, uh, I'll albeit, but, uh, <laughs> still calling a widow and just saying, Hey, I just, uh, I, I just want to talk to you about, uh, we had a, a drive through for, a uh, a, a parishioner in our church that had passed away. And so we did a, a drive through so people could, um, pay their respects to, um, to the mother that had lost her adult daughter. And so, uh, when I said something to the widow, I said, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a call tomorrow uh, for an afterglow. And she looked at me like, what? And I go, oh, just to kind of recap what's happened today. And she goes, I would love that. And so <laughs> I really think that when we just go over, you might even be something on the news without it being super political, if that's possible. But, you know, uh, definitely keeping it, you know, tame. But I just think that it's so important to call widows or other people and just share life events it is it's almost like a lifeblood judy yeah it's like a lifeblood it's like when when we have been stuck inside our house so much it feels like everything is in slow motion mm. like life is taking forever the day is taking forever to pass by your blood is moving so slowly but with that phone call it's like your heart goes to pumping it's like yes you know it's like a real touch with the outside world it means so much to widows and to others well marlene so you've been in a lot of churches um what are You've already given us some practical ways that people in the church can uh, nurture and care for their widows. If you're just talking overall to uh, a particular church, um, what? how is this even structured in most churches, or is it? Is there someone typically that's uh, over, for lack of a better word, but over the widows and making sure there's care, spiritual care and uh, loving care going on? Well, unfortunately, most churches struggle with really how to do this. And so that's one of the reasons that the Lord has laid this on my heart, because after this happened, I searched for any kind of material that would help me to be able to minister and help the widows. And, and there was nothing out there. Mm. And so um, I, have, I have gone ahead and written a program that is going to be helping the church. It, it'll be published this year. 
Um, I've also done uh, um, some video training, and and on our website they can find some different resources. We are growing our resources this year because. If you check the internet, Judy, there's just not many things. You know, there's lots of things on prison ministry and ministering to youth and ministering to seniors and ministering to this. There's very little on this. And so that's why I'm, we, are, we are here to try to equip the church and help them to do this. So, so anyone can go to our website at widowslink.org to be able to get some help in this area. Um, because also the widows have got, they are like treasure boxes. Mm-hmm. They have got, many of them have walked with the Lord for a long time. And so within their church, you've got treasure boxes that are untapped. Right. And they can minister to to all different segments of the church. They can be a great help to single moms. They can pour wisdom into youth. Mm. You know, they can, they can talk to um, married couples, you know newly married couples who are struggling, mm. they can, they can share with them. There's so many things. Widows can, widows can rock the babies in the nursery. Right. There's so many ways that widows can help. Mm. So just, just being able to, you know, find a way to be able to do this. James one twenty seven really commands us to do this. It says pure and genuine religion, not in the sight of our pastor, not in the sight of a president, but pure and genuine religion in the sight of God mm-hmm. is that we care for widows and orphans. Absolutely. And so that's our desire is to be able to help, to be able, you know, to equip the church to help them in doing this. So right. um, if, if there's anything we can help, there's a connect um, button also. Uh, people can feel free to contact us. We are here. I will help any church, any person in any way that I can, because my heart is just to be able to, you know, help the church. And and you don't have to be a widow to minister to widows. I've worked with churches, single women doing it, couples, you know, a couple will be in charge. The last thing a pastor needs, especially in this day and age, is another thing on his plate. Right, right. You know, but we as the church, you know, you know, we will help you in beginning to minister to widows. And, you know, you can begin small. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to be getting this whole new ministry. No, you start small. And I don't know, as you're saying this too, I'm just thinking that, you know, even smaller churches where uh, pastors that just, uh, you know, they know everyone in their congregation and they're the ones that you would think of as going and ministering to, uh, to the widows. But it's like, I think that that is so valuable and important, but also, that they're they're raising up someone you know in their congregation that's also taking this on as a, as a ministry because I think that it's twofold I think that they go to be a blessing but oh my word the blessing that you receive from these precious saints is yeah uh, it's 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 pretty incredible it is you know yesterday I reached out to uh, one of the calls I tried to make was a widow friend up in uh, uh, Spokane Washington <clears throat> and. Uh, I got a, this number has been discontinued. And so I reached out to a friend of mine that uh, lives near her. And I just said, Beth, I said, uh, uh, you know, Erica's number's been disconnected. And I said, I'm just concerned. I I, I don't have any other way of reaching her. And so could you just sometime soon, can you just go by and check on her? Well, she wound up going by last night after work. 
and um, indeed there was some phone problem or something, but oh my word, Beth just said, Judy, that was exactly what my soul needed. So here she went over to minister and find out, you know, how's Erica doing? And yet she just left with, you know, her spiritual plate full and everything. That's wonderful. So I think that whenever we can even encourage other people, if for whatever reason you can't do it, uh, maybe you could ask a friend, like you said, one of your suggestions, you know, volunteer to to pick up something at the grocery store. My mom has a couple friends that are so good in calling and just saying, Hey Peggy, I'm going to go to the grocery store. What can I, what can I get for you? And I just think those kinds of contacts are so, so important. They are They're, You know, they are, they're like a sweet smelling fragrance and yeah. just, uh, really means so much and bring just such a refreshing when when I would bring the wet uh, the bags and put them at the door and knock on the door, and when the widows found out that it was just something that they had for them, mm. you know, it, it, their face just lit up, yeah. you know, and yeah. the and the notes I received just thanking me, it was just such a joy, and mm. that's really what it's about. It's sharing Christ's love, yeah. And so this is this is just such an important area, and I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me and be able to, you know, having an avenue to share this with the church. Thank you so much, Judy. Well, uh, my prayer too, going into this interview and even the prayer that we had together, Marlene, before this started is that just something in this interview would uh, just, you know, um, lodge in someone's heart and maybe even stir them to pick up the phone and call a widow or write a letter or, you know, just offer to do something because um, we just can't let this happen that these people are just being, you know, they're already, they're already isolated with the the pandemic. And it's like, we just, as a church family and a body, we just have to do better, you know? Yes. Yes. Okay. 10 years this month. So you've had, wow, a decade of being a widow. What are some um, you've listed practical ways and things that we can do to reach out to uh, family and friends. And so without uh, being redundant here, but what are some things that really have stood out in your mind that over these last 10 years that really ministered to you? And maybe even if we could first focus in on, let's just say the first two years when it was just so incredibly raw, um, what what really what really helped at the first for you? It was, I had, I am honored to have a sister who called me every day, mm. every day to check on me. And just, just having that phone call, it just meant the world to me mm. because it was just knowing that somebody was caring for me. My right. husband was no longer here caring for me, but someone was caring for me. Mm. And, you know, that helped, that helped tremendously. And, um, at different times people would come over to help with, um, fixing things around my house, you know, doing living, you know, heavy lifting that mm-hmm. I couldn't do that would just kind of, overtake me um it's just but just in some way and and the notes I would get in the mail 
were very mm-hmm. special. You know, the cards I would get. Honestly, I didn't read the cards for about five, six months because mm. I, you know, I, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. But it's neat when you are ready, the Lord has the time, the right time wow. to be, you know, to minister right where you're at. Right. So right. That's, that's some of the main things mm. that stick out in my mind those first two years. And I think what really helped me personally was listening to worship music, uh-huh. having that in the background. The first six months I kept it in the background and then after that, I switched to the word, but having that in the background, and I may not consciously hear it, but my subconscious was hearing it, mm. hearing that worship. So that was a that was a tremendous help for me personally. And getting into the word, a lot of widows can't necessarily get into the word after their husband dies, you know, and they can't go to church. They might even be mad at God. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It's all right because it's all part of the grief. But just keep walking, just know that the Lord is there to help you. And Lord willing, the church is going to really step up in this and just reach out to widows and let them know they're loved. They're not forgotten. You have not fallen between the cracks. We still love you. Mm. That's so beautiful, Marlene. You know, the other day I was um, just going through some sweet cards that, uh, friends had written and you know just purging out this drawer thinking okay that that'll go in in recycling Mm -hmm. and everything and um (laughs) right then I just thought you know what I should start doing I should start saving some of these thank you notes or just sweet you know just sweet notes that people occasionally send that we all just love getting in the mail widow or not Mm -hmm. widow right but um I just thought I'm gonna just uh save them for a month or so and send them to my mom and let her know I don't want her to recycle them. I don't want her to give them back to me. But as a mother, because I haven't said anything to my kids, but I and my kids will probably go, oh, sure, right. And I know their generation doesn't write notes like uh, our generation and for sure the older generation do. (laughs) But as a mom, I just thought I would love to see little thank you notes that people are sending my kids, you know, and instead of it just going in the trash can, it's like, I'll explain to my mom. So I haven't told her this yet, but she's got a little, uh, uh, a little envelope coming with some just notes that I think she'll be amused. I think she'll either smile or it will touch her heart. And, uh, uh, anyway, I just think anytime that we can send, my mom's good about sending me articles or something related to, you know, our area of ministry. And I just love it. Yes, the handwritten. I actually have 20 to 25 cards hanging up around my area here in my living room of special cards that said special things. And when I get discouraged or down, I'll go back to those cards yeah. and I'll read them. Yeah, that is so good. So, okay, I think you, you've, you've made all of us want to um, get out the old... Uh, uh, pen and ink here and uh certainly we have someone that we can uh send a note to well marlene this time has been so rich and i love your spirit and while i am so sorry that you went through the 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 horribleness of losing your spouse i am so touched and encouraged and blessed by how you have allowed god to turn around that uh pain and grief grieving and using it to 
reach out to. I know so many people. And just God bless your ministry abundantly. I pray that it just continues to expand and through your ministry that many, many widows will be encouraged in their faith, in their walk with the Lord, and that they will feel so cared for. Well, thank you so much, Judy. That is my prayer, too. And thank you so much for you and Wes allowing me the opportunity to come and share with y'all. It has been, oh, it's it's been very special. Oh, well, if I could just have you please say uh, a closing prayer uh, for our listeners, please. Yes, indeed. Precious Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your love and your faithfulness. Jesus, you see and you know that we all walk through hard times. This past year has been dark times for so many, God, as we've lost loved ones, lost jobs, income, so many things being canceled. But, Lord Jesus, you have not changed. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so I ask, Lord, that as those who have listened today will take your word, will take these ideas today, and will actually by faith, walk out your love, God. Let it not just be something we hear and forget, but help us to be doers, Mm. Father. Help us to reach out in love to the widows, to let them know that they are loved by God, that Mm. they are not forgotten, that they are important, Lord. Help us to be creative, to find ways to to let them know that they are part of the body Mm. of Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your love. We ask you to pour it forth, continue to keep each and every listener safe, Father, and heal any bodies that are sick, Lord. And we just entrust ourselves to you. Help us to be the best light of your love. Help us to be doers of your word, we ask. In Jesus' name, amen. So be it. Amen. Thank you, Marlene, so much. This was a real treat. Really appreciate you, friend. Thank you so much. The Lord bless you, Judy. Well, thanks for joining us today. For more information about Yes and to find this episode's show notes, you can visit us online at yestoserve.org. Also, if this podcast was helpful or encouraging to you, please share it on social. And if you would be so kind, please leave a rating and review. And if you're not yet a subscriber, I don't know about you, but I only listen to the podcasts I'm subscribed to. So hit subscribe. It's absolutely free. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next time.